lovely listeners, and welcome back to the Art Saddle Podcast. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Copper Kelly, and uh, our my co-host is Keenan Flannery. Say hello, Keenan. Hello, hello. What's the story, folks? How's Keenan? What's the story, Copper? How are you? Oh, jeez, I'm alright. How are you getting on yourself? That's wonderful. That's wonderful. It's great. It's great to be here with you. Oh, yeah. spending a lot of lovely time with my friend. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes, um, flattery, yeah. Well, that's yeah, great. Um, that's great to be back welcome. chatting to you again. It's been a week now since we're chatting. It's properly. It's been a fair You've while. had yeah, an yeah. eventful week. I have. Um, that's why I even asked. I was like, what did we do last episode? Because it just feels so long ago um, that we fucking did anything. So, um, yeah. Um, before we kick off, actually, just uh, as, as usual, as I say every week. Um, man of business here, Keenan is. The man of business now, you know. It's some mullet. Business in front, party in the back. Isn't that what they say? <laughs> That's it. But um, reach out to us. Uh, it's the Art Saddle Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, it's the Art Saddle at gmail.com. Um, that's Gmail with a G. And <laughs> you can, and, and you can uh, yeah, get in touch. Tell us what stories you have. Tell us a bit, some music or film recommendations. If you want to be on, if you want... You know, someone that should be on. If you, if you want to sack copper and replace them, whatever you want, you know, we you will. Know. Avoid, oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Stall I couldn't do this without now. you. <laughs> I couldn't do this without you. I feel like things are getting spicy over the episode. That's that's it. I have to keep keep uh, up in the ante every time. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Keep on your toes, like because if you, if you see the fear of like sackment. Getting it off, you're gonna you're gonna walk out. You're gonna be doing well because you're worried that we're gonna get rid of you. <laughs> Hold on, I could get rid of you now. All the same, <laughs> <laughs> not if I get rid of you first. Oh Jesus! Um, uh, but yeah, fucking social. Never mind that. Or the, the social. My socials and your socials. No, the arts had socials. I told. I already said it. You said the email address. I said the, I said Art Saddle on Facebook and Instagram. Did you? Oh, okay, I wasn't listening. So. See, you're not even listening. That's why we need a new house. We're getting rid of you. Fuck's sake. Like. Oh, Jesus. But, um, yeah. What's your own socials then? Oh, I'm yeah. So, it's so Ke- mad to self-promote, huh? That's it. Keenan Flannery Music. K-E-N-A-N. I'm Flannery. Mm. Just like yeah. Keenan and Kel. I, Keenan and Kel. Yep. Yeah. And, um... Check us out. I have a track coming out soon. Um, but even before that, there's something else coming. And I think I'll that? be able to tell you. Oh, me? Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah, yeah. I suppose I have a single coming out on Wednesday, 14th July. So I think this will be going out on Tuesday. So technically tomorrow. But based on when you're listening, it'll probably be out already. Um, so I have released my single, No Front Door. And have a, it's going out on Spotify, iTunes. It's already been played on the radio. I got on the old local radio there, Southeast Radio. So that's, uh, you know, I like that every time. Good old Tony Keogh there. He always, he always plays my track. And um, play Tony. Yeah. And so it's coming out on the old Spotify and iTunes. So if you're listening to this, go over there to Spotify or iTunes. Give it a few old spins. You know, you know, a good, maybe a few hundred spins if you want. It's up to you. <laughs> but um, well, yeah, it's coming out and... Uh, you can find my socials is uh, Instagram and Facebook is Copper Kelly Music and my Twitter, which I'm trying, I've been a little bit more active on. I don't generally, I haven't really been a Twitter head for last few years at all. 
never really got into Twitter, but I'm trying to, you know, do a bit more on it. So that's uh, Copper Kelly IRL um, on the old Twitter. And are you, do you be on the Twitter at all, Keenan? I have a Twitter. Um, that says yeah, it all. I, I have one. Yeah, that's I it. have one. <laughs> like, I, I keep forgetting. Because, like, Facebook. Um, you follow me on it. I think I unfollowed you there the other day. <laughs> I think I do. I'll check. No, you, you follow me, don't you? I don't even know, to be honest. I was only trying to catch you. Because if you followed me, <laughs> I always try to, like, just follow people that follow me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I could could care very little about it, but yeah. I like having it. You know what I mean? It looks That's cool. Kind of have to have a presence on all different platforms if you want to get your music yaddy, out yaddy, there. Yaddy 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 yeah. yaddy yaddy. Maybe you'd be able to whack up the uh, the L song, uh, even as the intro. Like instead of having the intro song, we could like put a little clip from No Front Door. Oh, we could, we could. Or I might stick it at the end. It probably make more sense at the end. Oh, yeah, we we'll play out, we we'll play out. So if you're if you're listening to this, stick around to the end of the podcast, and you'll have a. Now listen of of the new song. I'll, I'll stick it at the end. There's um, no front door upon our house. <laughs> beautiful. Thank you. I'm glad you say. I was worried you want. Oh, you well, left me hanging. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, like Instagram is probably my biggest platform. It's one I'm most active on. Anyway, it's most one I have most fun on. And I actually reached two thousand followers. There Way! yesterday. <laughs> Milestone. It only took 800 posts over the course <laughs> of like four or five years. <laughs> we got to 2,000 and hopefully the next 1,000 will be easier. But shall we see how we go? It, they say that, don't they? They say, yeah. Don't get... That's it. The first, like, the first few hundred is like really hard. And then once you get to, I don't know, a few thousand, it's probably supposed to get easier. But we'll see. We'll see. Here we go. We will fucking see. Yeah. We'll be watching what you're doing. That's it. Um, yeah, like, you're super active on it. Like I watch what you do, and I'm like, <sighs> I like, <clears throat> I want to be active on it. It's probably my biggest one as well. I just can't. Like I just don't have the arseness of it. Do you know what I mean? And that's why I loved live shows. I could just go and talk to people and be like, listen to this. But yeah. now you have to do everything online. I'm like, I don't. No one gives a shit about what I say. So like, that's, that's why I started a I started a podcast where I tell people <laughs> what I say. <laughs> Actually, look, if people listen to this, they might give a shit what you say. That's the thing. No, everyone thinks they don't have. Everyone thinks that they uh, they've not to say, and no one wants to hear about. It. Until you actually go talk, and people actually might listen, might like what you're saying. That's the thing. And the people that think they have the most to say are usually the ones that don't. <laughs> That's <laughs> the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. They exactly is like. Um, Do you ever get them people fucking? Um, here we go. We're just you've set me off. Do you know them people that when you're having a conversation with them, it's like one sided. Yeah. It's like they're talking to themselves and you're just agreeing with them. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... Like right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on, I'm only messing. <laughs> we need to take them and put them into a big sack. Yeah. And just... Out, out into the sea. That's it. <laughs> Done. Yeah, that's the thing. Finish. It's, it's always the people that have... Not to say are the loudest and the people with something to say are the quietest. That's always the way. So um That's why you never shut the fuck up. Jeez, no. You're 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 you walking tin line now, by <laughs> <laughs> Tin ice. Tin ice now. <laughs> but um I suppose we usually get into the news. There's not a huge amount going. Do you have any old news to tell us about Keenan? Hold on, we do our little news time. News with Keenan at four. Um, 
No, fuck all news. Uh, let me think. Well, Sin- Sinead O'Connor hasn't been up to much. Ah, well, there's a small little thing oh. with Sinead O'Connor. Just that uh, there was a altogether now festival in Waterford, or as they say in Waterford, Waterford. Um, Waterford. Waterford. Uh, it has been postponed. It was supposed to happen in uh, August, I think. Uh, but it's been postponed until 2022 because they, um, they exhausted all possibilities to enable the festival to happen. But uh, despite recent signs of hope from the authorities, the current health restrictions make it impossible to plan for the event. So um, that was supposed to take place August Bank Holiday. So now it's been postponed. But our French Sinead O'Connor was supposed to be playing at it. As, long, oh, as well as Iggy Pop. And, uh, no way. Yeah, I so, Pop was dead. <laughs> <laughs> like, did you watch that film I suggested, actually? We'll come back to that because Iggy Pop turns up in the, the dead dog. I, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. <laughs> it's just funny because Iggy Pop actually to... turns up as a zombie in, in no the way. film. And just you mentioned that. Oh, I thought he was dead. <laughs> I, I'm going to give me a fucking pen. Write that down now. List, add it to your list. Dead uh, don't die. Dead don't it? die. Yeah. Dead don't so E Pop appears in that. And my, my good friend uh, Sturgill Simpson appears in it as well. Uh, he does the soundtrack for us. So it's real. You know, you m- I'd say you'd like it now. I'd say you would like no, it. I will check it out. I, I've said that two weeks now. Yeah, yeah. But I will. I, I'll ask you next week and we'll see. Tonight. <laughs> because I'm going for a drive tonight after the podcast. We first have a drive. Without like my 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 safety instructor sitting beside me with his helmet yeah. and his elbow pads, so um yeah, we're gonna see how that goes. So you're gonna watch the, the whole film while you're gone. driving, is it? Yes. Put your phone on while I'm on the phone. Yeah, watch the film. Yeah. I'm on the phone on one hand, I'm yeah. beer in the other. That's it. You know, I'm driving with me with my knees. Mm. Just but yeah, I I'll, I'll come home stress filled, sit down, and I watch the film, and yeah. That sounds deadly. And I'll let you know next week. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But Jesus, that's really all the news there is. Um, but you have a little bit of news yourself. You were working very, very hard this, this past week. Um, tell the lovely listeners, what were you up to? Or tell, I, tell us as much as you can, because I know sometimes these things, you well, can't I, give away I, too I much signed nothing. I've signed nothing. Oh, so, you know, no, uh, uh, non-disclosure agreement. Or anything, yeah. Man. Fuck them. Tell everything. <laughs> tell everything. So. <laughs> now, uh, I walk in. I was working on a short film um, called Robin in the Hood, and it's based around this Norwegian girl. True story. She drove her minivan from Norway all the way to Ireland, and she ended up in the Liberties. Which, if you don't, do you know the Liberties? I'm, I'm aware of them. Yeah. Yeah, bit of a mad place. Um, there's a horse yard there. Just mad, mad fuckers. Absolute mm. no balls. Right. The only the vibe I get from it is it's supposed to be a bit rough. That's what that's about yeah, as much as I know. Yeah, it's rough enough. Like, look, hearts of gold. You know, I mean, these people are yeah. really centralized around community. Yeah, it's a hard, and the hard thing I heard about. Like, um, Imelda May is from there, isn't she? She is indeed. Yeah, and I yeah. heard her talking about it. it's all about a sense of community and everyone looks out for each other and that. So the horse shed, there's a horse shed, there, and it's actually been knocked down and being replaced with a hotel. So, um, basically, she parked outside the horse shed. A gentrification, is it? Yeah, that's all it is, yeah. isn't it? But she packed outside there, done a U-turn, and smashed into the gate of the yard. And all these lads come out, 
and are screaming at her. And she is fiery. Like, she is fucking... The eyes open up and she fucking lets her rip. Like, do you know she what I mean? She can handle herself. She fucking can. So, um, she went for her and eight years later, you know, she's staying over with them at Christmas. She's going to dinners with them. They invited her in. Talk yeah. with she had, she had her own horse in the yard. All this lovely stuff. So, um, she made a short film. She made a, originally made a film. If you want to check it out, it's called she, uh, it's No Plan from mm. the, the Musical Slave. And it's basically about a 10-minute video. It's a song going through the whole thing that she wrote about all the lads in the yard. And, and it's footage that she filmed. So she got funding and she decided to do a short film, about 15 minutes, where it tells a story. Robin and the Hood. Um, they kind of, they fall, you know, she falls for him and he's part of the gang and then he gets locked up and he breaks out of prison and they run off to the countryside, all the gang with the horses. And it was insane, like really good. I walked as a boom up and done a bit of mixing on, you know, the little fucking sound joke. Well, you have the, the lingo already, the boom up, the boom operator. The boom up, the boom up, trainee boom, they called me. Yeah. But um, it was mental. Like it was fucking like you had one actor and then you had her, which she was the director as well. So she was acting and directing. And then you had all these absolute fucking nutballs on horses, right? Horses. So there was now like, you know, continuity just went out the window, you know? Do you know this whole thing of like, okay, well, you stand there. Okay, yeah. next take. Oh, God. You make sure your hair's in still in the right position. Oh. You're, you make sure your shirt's the right color that you had the last scene and it's all fucking, that kind of stuff. So there was no continuity person. Oh, yeah. Now they didn't they did do a good enough job now, but uh that was wild and fun and fucking the antics in it. It was insane. Like it was fucking real documentary style as well, you know. So But um, you know, what I loved about it is it had this very like student independent feel to it because it was hectic, but it was insane, like the people behind it. So the, exec, the executive director of it, um, the funds heavily funded it, is Glenn Hansard. Oh, yeah. Um, of the frames, uh, fame. The old frames. Have you ever, um, have you met him? Was he there at all? Or? No. He nah. just put, he, it was just really put the money into it. Yeah. That was yeah. more or less the main thing. Oh, yeah. Executive yeah. producers, that's, that's their main job. People kind of, when you see ex- executive producers come up in the credits, a lot of people don't know what that is. It's, it generally means they're kind of, putting a lot of funding behind it. They're not necessarily on the set calling any shots. They just kind of make the investment into the film. That's uh, generally what an executive producer does. He he fucking done that and it was cool to see his name on it. Um, who else? Patrick Jordan. Um, you Like he done all the camera work for the fucking Young Offenders TV show. Oh yeah, that's a great show. Um. <laughs> Peter Neisel, which is um the guy, the sound fella that I was working with, and I would know him personally. He done the he worked on sound for the Vikings TV show as well. Oh yeah. Um a couple of other heads that have worked on one of the girls, um well, you know, she worked on wardrobe wardrobe and she's like made hats for Lady Gaga and stuff like that. And 
you know, so there was a lot of really powerful, really fucking talented people behind this project, mm. you know, so it was really cool to work with them and just fucking have the crack. Like, it was wild. It was absolutely wild. I loved it. Yeah. I fucking loved it. I did. And funny story, I added the film guy on uh, Instagram and his first picture is just him and Sinead O'Connor. Like uh-huh. last week you put up him Sinead O'Connor, the witch doctor. And the, <laughs> when she done, she has an autobiography coming out. And she done a thing for BBC, and he like recorded, <clears throat> shot her on camera, and it was just really funny to see her, you know, casting a spell on him, you know. Yeah. Um, with our headless <laughs> fro- headless frogs and uh, I have news. pubic hairs of virgins and stuff like this, you know, fucking stirring into a pot. Let's <laughs> hope Sinead never hears this podcast. <laughs> yeah, man. Could you imagine? Could you imagine fucking I got a, I got a gig like, you know, sporting Sinead O'Connor and then she found out that I just yeah. called her wish. I want on. him off. I want him off the stage. <laughs> Get him out. Out. Uh, no, but it was in really, really fun. And uh, What kind yeah. of uh, schedule were you talking for that? Was it all, all hours or? About f- between like 12 to 14 hours a day. Yeah. So it was a bit it, like we always went over. Like there wasn't one day, and I know. <clears throat> tip, like what I what I learned is typically people each sector will negotiate their own. Mm. Obviously, if you have a company that has sound and cameras, <clears throat> whatever, but you'll hire a camera crew, you'll hire a sound uh, recorders, you'll hire whatever, and each of them will negotiate their own pay. And a lot of them did this on the dime, um, just to help out because they knew poor and they knew other people. So it was like a kind of a, a favor. Yeah. And they, I think they all agree on it because the hours were mental. Yeah. But um, we all had a great time. Like we all really enjoyed it. Um, got to see, got to see crazy places. I was up. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Martina. Um, owns a Martina Guinness. Um, part of the Guinness family, she has owns a place in Kildare, and um, Glenn Hansard is living up there at the moment. with a big farm, big house. Um, Ronan O'Snoggig, um, the Belron player in uh, Keela. Oh yeah, um, he's posted he, a picture of. I thought he looks familiar, right? Yeah. yeah, he he's in the he's in the film. In he it, like yeah. plays the farm, and, and you know he was. I got to jam out with him. Oh, cool. guitar. So it was really cool, a lot of fun. And uh the people were lovely. Like and like kind of breaks my heart because I'm realizing like, you know, if you walk in a coffee shop, you get to know the staff, you love them, and that's it, you walk with them. But like on these film sets, it could be a couple of months, it could be a week, it could be a few days. Yeah. But that's it. You'll prob you probably will never walk with them exact same people in that situation again, which kind of makes me go like, oh, because I really did enjoy it. It's great. Yeah. Like, it's fucking insane. But uh, I know you have a bit of experience working as a bill moth, don't you? I, well, I did, yeah. I, I have friends of mine that uh, years ago, they wanted to um, film a bit of sketch comedy. And uh, Jenny Mack, I didn't think, I, I have to figure out what the name was again. Something like Dice. I have to check that and back to you. But a friend of mine, Mick Harker, and his, uh, uh, he um, himself and a mate did want to, to do a little comedy skit. And I was the boom operator 
And I learned the trick of placing the boom end on your foot. So you're holding it for hours and hours. You're not like holding it above your head and like absolutely breaking your back and all this kind of stuff. You're just like rest on your foot and it's perfect. Um, but I also, I did have, I suppose I was on another set for a film one time as well. Um, it was when I was working in Loftus Hall, um, which I don't know. Did we mention that at all on this podcast? Yeah, but that's a whole other story. Um, <coughs> I think you mentioned one, but you never told your spooky ghost story. No, I probably won't either. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> you told it plenty of times. We'll get plenty of podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is um, another ghost, another horror story. I don't know. But uh, I was working in Loftus Hall at the time, and there were about there were um, a film was going to come in and shoot there called The Lodgers. And um, this is back 2016. And so I, for some reason, got the job of running the kitchen as the, the <laughs> head of catering, I suppose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though uh, I have much experience in the kitchen. Uh, my only experience is watching Gordon Ramsay for years and years. That's my experience. But um, I somehow got the job of running the kitchen. I did, wasn't cooking the food, but I was running the kitchen to make sure the greens are in and everything was done on time and it, everyone was ready for whatever, half one or one o'clock when everyone came for their dinner and stuff. So and I served it and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, there was, um, there was a few good, act, big actors in it. Now, there were a lot of Game of Thrones actors in it. There was, um, did you watch Game of Thrones yourself back in the day? Yeah. Do you know, uh, was it Wal- Walder Frey? Um, the guy at the Red yeah. Wedding. Uh, David Bradley's his real name. He's that, He's like that, that guy you see in everything. He's in like Hot Fuzz and... Um, yeah, I was going to say, he's in, he, he's the, he's in oh, he's the World's ha- End. Harry Potter as well. The World's End, yes. yeah. He's in Harry Potter. He was... Um, <clears throat> oh, the janitor. I can't remember the flicking name. <laughs> I'm not a huge Harry Potter head. Um, but he's the janitor in Harry Potter. and oh, he's Unlike them Harry Potter heads. They have lives. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're not just a group of virgins. Oh, no. I'm starting, I'm thinking of stuff to say. Just Don't to alienate our audience there. <laughs> yeah. If you watch Harry Potter, stop listening. Fuck off. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. That's good. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, David Bradley. Is... All, lose all our followers now. They're all gone. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> but he was there and oh, he was such a gentleman as well. Like I was chatting away to him and uh, I told him the story of Loftus Hall, explained the legend to him and stuff. And he was just such a nice guy. I took a picture with him and all that kind of crack. And um, there was another guy from Game of Thrones, Eugene Simon was his name. And he was uh, Cersei's, Cersei Lannister's cousin, like Lancel Lannister, I think his name was. Lancel. Yeah. yeah, he he had the, he was the part of the, the, yeah, part of the that cult. I can't remember. Jenny Mac, I can't remember any of his names now. Yeah, he was in that cult anyway in, in Game of Thrones. And he was there. He was super nice as well. And Bill Milner was another guy. He was, um, if you remember X-Men First Class, he played a young Magneto that was back in like the World War II concentration camp. Um, and he was really nice as well. So there's like really like super nice people. And uh, yeah, the, the days were long. There was like, I think it was like four or five weeks and it's pretty much six days a week. And it was anything from like 13 hours to 16 hour days. And by Jesus, like it was some going. And I had to be there as well to do all the catering and the cleaning and all that kind of shit, you know. Um, (laughs) But yeah, it really gives you a perspective on anything, any sort of media, any, like, you know, we know the music side of things, how long it takes to record three minutes worth of music. That can take ages and ages. But like even just recording, 
like a film or TV show can take super amounts of time. And it kind of really gives you perspective if you just, like people, like people nowadays have a kind of a, a kind of a throwaway attitude to media of any kind. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're throwing a Netflix thing, you're, you're five minutes into it. Oh, this is shite. And you turn it off. Whereas that five minutes that you took, that you watched and thought was shite could have taken fucking weeks to record. You know? Yeah. <laughs> By a team of like 50 people <coughs> and that kind of thing. So it's... It is, it is mental. I think it's all to do with like the price of content now. You know, you're not paying mad money to go to cinema buying a DVD. Yeah. You pay a monthly fee for Spotify and a monthly fee for Netflix. <clears throat> so your your perception of art, you know, some people, do you remember back when you were younger? I do. And you would go to cinema. I haven't lost my head yet. Well, <laughs> back then, they did, back then they didn't have cinemas. Back in my you know, day, we walked to the <laughs> cinema in the snow in our bare feet. <laughs> fucking, uh... <laughs> yeah, like, there were days out. But that would thing, they were fucking days out. Like, yeah. You know, you, you go you go to the cinema, you go and get your popcorn, you maybe go for a meal after. Like, you'd spend your whole day in the cinema. But now, like, very rarely, people just watch turn tel- things on to turn off, you know, yeah. at Our, the end of the day. A lot of people will be sitting watching a film and they're still on their phone working away and they're, like, barely paying attention. I can't do that. I have to, if, like, if someone texts me or something, if, say, you text me or something, I have to stop what I'm watching, do my text, Stop putting the phone and continue on because you know I can't. I like can, but I'm not really paying attention to what's going on in front of me. So I kind of yeah. you know, you're you're missing the overall picture. I think. But like, are you that kind of person now? Do you be sitting on your phone? Ah uh, no, no. And sometimes I'll put something on just to be in the background. Yeah. But if I want to watch something, I will just turn everything off because mm. if you just forget and and it's just it's literally. <laughs> It's just like a song. If you look away for a second, you can lose it. You know, you can completely lose what's going on. And I fucking hate people that like don't listen or don't watch a film or not really paying attention. And then Who's something that big happens. <laughs> Is that that's where a fucking C ends in an R? No. You know these people that fucking watch, watch them and then they turn around and they go, um, like ha- like something big happens and like. Oh, what's happening? It's like, you're getting a box. That's what's fucking happening. Right? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Watch the I'm not rewinding. I'm not fucking now. Narr- like, we're not watching a football game. I'm not narrating the fucking action here. Just watch it. Do you know? Like, and I noticed that with Lord of the Ring. Like, there's a lot of, like, visual storytelling in that. Yeah. You know? Where if you stop watching and, like, Frodo does something. And you're, you're like, oh, uh, what happened? It's like, if you watched it. You know, you would know if you paid attention. Yeah. <laughs> fucking people annoy me. It's too warm in this room, man. I'm getting too hot-headed. Yes, yeah, you're getting open annoyed. The window. Hold on one sec. Yeah, open the window. Work away, work away. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, Here we go. Here we go. Oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Oh, so, bollocks. Do, do you know where your film is going to be out or when it's going it's, to be out or anything like that? It's uh, obviously it's too hard to say it's going into you know post production now, I suppose. But like, yeah, she's editing it. The, the... She is, she's a she's a woman of many hats, I suppose you could say. That's it. Like, yeah. obviously, if she gets more funding, I'm sure she might. And it's probably better if someone else edits it because you're kind of, you know, you're looking at it from an actor's view. 
mm. you know, and you're looking at it from what you remember happened and stuff. So I think it's better if you got someone in, but obviously depends on funding and all that shit. But um, I love the long days. Like I fucking love that. Long days, everything is different every day. Yeah. Nothing's the same. I love that. That's my favorite thing. Because like I've walked out on jobs. I've left fucking jobs because they were too consistent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know, and that's why I love music. Because, yeah, you're playing, you're more or less doing the same thing. You're bringing your tires somewhere and playing it. But it's wild. Do you know, yeah. you don't know if it's going to be a quiet gig. You don't know if, you know, them gigs and pubs where no one's listening. But you're like, you're kind of background. Or it could be a night where people are, do you know one though? And they're screaming at you and you have to fucking deal with them. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, and it's all exciting. It's very nerve wracking, you know, when you're in the moment and you're like, but it's really fucking fun. You know, mm. everything's different. And I, I really, really fell in love with like walking. And it, it doesn't help that me fucking boss is an absolute fucking legend. Right. Um, is this in the Temple Bar? Place, no, it? no, the, the the fella that worked on sound. Uh, oh, the, for oh, the, the film, movie. yeah. yeah. Oh, no, Peter no. Neusel, he I know him through like his ex girlfriend walks, or you know, walked and um, when me and my dad walking at printing factory, um, fucking, we walked there and she's always praised me name to him and stuff, and like I did a film with him about six years ago. I done music for him. It was like a traveler film. And they got a traveler to sing Hallelujah, and I played guitar. Oh, yeah. And yeah, like over the years, we've always been in and out of touch. But um, like it was a legend. He was like, "Oh, come on, do boom up." And then at the end of the week, um, the behind the scenes guy that was taking all the pictures, uh, Nate and Bat, he um he would usually do boom. Uh, he's a boom trainee or boom assistant for Peter for the past two years, and. He um came on to do behind the scenes footage <coughs> and take pictures and stuff. So um by the end of the week he was walk he was doing the sound and I was doing boom and Peter was asleep in his car. You know, <laughs> and like he was just conked out. He was mad into whittling, that's his new thing. So he'd be on oh, yeah. set, he'd hit record on the little recording yoke and, and he'd just fucking sit there whittling. And we fucking Whittling slide is like out. a little, you have a stick and you're, you're knifing it. Yeah. You're kind of he has a, he's pulling a, the wood off. He's making a wooden ball. That's what he's making, oh. you know. So he's trying to do that. I even like, I, I found wood on fucking down at the set on Friday. And it was on Saturday in Kildare. And I was like, oh, my boss would love this. So I like brought it over and he was like, cheers, my chest. And he takes and he's fucking whistling away. <laughs> and I'm like, but it was so much fun. And uh, that's it. Like, I've got a lot. If inspiration from it, like I'm, I'm walking at the moment on writing my own script. Oh yeah, because I'd love to do a short film. So I'm just walking away. I'm planning it, um, in terms of uh, before I start writing. But I have a general idea on what I want. So, oh yeah. Well, if you ever need a co-actor, you know. Ah, <laughs> oh, I know who I'm coming to. I know that's who I'm it, coming. Do you do you have you don't have any like you that film stuff? But obviously. But you used was rented, was it? Ah, uh, yeah, it wasn't mine. No, I was yeah. using the mates or whatever it is. Yeah. Ah, but we figure something out. We're sound engineers. We figure something out. Ah, we fucking will. Yeah. With that. <laughs> but fucking yeah, no, I, I got a lot of inspiration from it. I was like, fifteen minutes, like I can make something really fucking cool. Mm. You know, so I have 
have an old idea now. Have an old yeah, idea. Because I was literally thinking right. the other day, I'd love, to, I'd love to do a little little film of some sort, even like a horror film or something. That'd be cool. But That'd be unreal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you're looking for an actor. Oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> are you looking for someone to help compose? I know, I, I know I'm speaking to the wrong man because you all missed our music man as well. I know. But, we yeah. collab- we're collaborating and create something good. That's what we do. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly, yes. exactly. I can do all the sound effects, yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, Jiz, we'll 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 talk about these plans off here. It won't bore people. But <laughs> um I suppose we'll we'll talk we'll move on to our I suppose the one of the main talking points of this episode is uh how a former Spotify exec or I think he was a programmer who kind of helped build the original I suppose the original platform of Spotify um, called like Taylor Swift and other artists entitled for wanting higher streaming rates so um, this guy I, he I kind of thought you were going to say an other asshole other I was so open what do you think of Taylor Swift oh, she's an utter asshole now oh, what's wrong with Taylor Swift no, that's that's what he said. I oh, didn't oh, say she okay, was an asshole. Okay. Well, like she's all right. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Fucking, she's a hard worker. Um, ah, yeah. Was this guy Jim Anderson is his name, and he, this was actually a while ago that this happened. He was at a summit called I think it was Sync Summit in June of 2019. So it was a you know a year, two years ago, which is. Uh, but there was a, a singer songwriter there called Ashley Jana. And uh, she was at this summit and she got, she, she stood up to ask a question, you know, the question time or whatever you call it. And uh, she made a recording of this, but she didn't release it until like, uh, like last week or something because she feared reprisal from the music industry, basically. And the whole, the whole uh, thing was that she asked, uh, asked why Spotify was so adverse to paying artists a cent per stream. Um, because at the moment they pay somewhere in the region of 0.003 to 0.005 cents uh, every play. So you'd need to, even if you wanted to make $1, you'd probably have to have like 300 streams, give or take, three or 400 streams, even just to make $1 on that song, uh, which is very, I would just say, it's not very... Um, Productive. Financially. Yeah, financially yeah. viable. Financially viable. That's what I was looking for. Fair play. Yeah, um, go. Look at that. I'm a Tessaurus. <laughs> I'm a Tessaurus. They're getting skilled by the dyslexic. Oh, are you, are you dyslexic, are you? Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> because this is the thing. If, I am, if I'm not, I, I'm just thick. Just thick. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm kind of like, uh, you know, I'm something. Something. Oh, I'm something now. Yeah. But I don't know. If, I don't even want to know if I if I want to find out. Sure, look, you're already you've gotten this far. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. And uh, um, yeah, but Anderson uh, basically replied to this statement of uh, you know question about why wouldn't you play, pay artists something decent? And he goes, "Oh, well, that was never the point to pay artists." He was saying, uh, "Quote: Spotify was created to solve a problem." And the problem was this, piracy and music distribution. The problem was to get artists' music out there. The problem was not to pay people money. 
um, which I think was not really the problem in the first place. Because if you think about it, um, piracy issue was obviously massive back in the noughties, as you could say, uh, where like, you know, ourselves and our people listening are probably guilty of it. You can go online and get music fairly handy, if you know what I mean. And the problem wasn't getting the music. The problem was the musicians getting some sort of compensation for the music that was being consumed. Or even, you know, the record labels getting the, you know, being able to uh, gather, you know, financials for the music being paid. So he's, this fella's saying the problem was piracy, yes. And the problem was getting the music out there, which was not really the problem. The problem was getting paid for the music. And he says that's not the problem. That wasn't the problem. And that was never the intention of Spotify, apparently, according to this fella. And uh, um, so, and but Anderson, oh sorry, Janet then tried pointing out that now paltry royalties are the problem. Paltry, as in little, you know, terrible, terribly small royalties are the problem. But Anderson that's, caught that's her a off. Fancy word. Paltry, yeah. <coughs> now who's the Tyrannosaurus? Huh? Uh, but <laughs> Anderson cut her off. The problem was to distribute music, not to give you money. Okay. And uh, so he's, he's starting to get a bit kind of, uh, what would you say, a bit arrogant, you know, a bit kind of dismissive, you could say. And uh, so he kept going on about how, like, she tried to reason with him. One cent is n- really not even that much money. If you add two million times one cent, still not that much. And she also said she wasn't trying to attack Spotify, noting the idea is to make it a win-win situation for all parties. And uh, so he, basically he goes on, uh, he went on a rant about our friend Taylor Swift and he goes, okay, okay, so we should talk about entitlement. Um, I mean, I have an issue with Taylor Swift's comments. He said, referring to the pop star's long crusade for better streaming payouts for artists. And she basically argued music should not be free. And, uh, but he, he goes, I have an issue with this and we'll call it entitlement. I mean, I consider myself an artist because I'm an inventor. Okay. But now I freely give, give away my patents for nothing. I never collect royalties or anything. I think Taylor Swift doesn't need that 0.0001% stream. And, um, yeah, okay. That's fine. Taylor, Taylor Swift doesn't need that particular, you know, fraction of a cent, but it's kind of like the likes of myself or yourself, independent artists. We're the ones that need that, you know, percentage of a cent. And uh, so basically he goes on to people, he goes on to calling people or musicians entitled. And of course, Jana uh, hit back saying it's entitlement is, is basically wanting more than what's normal. But getting a fraction of a cent per play per play is not normal. It's like, it's like the absolute bottom barrel of what we should be getting kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yes. What's, 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 what are your, your thoughts on this entitlement (coughs) argument? Um, I think, uh, well, from the beginning, as you said, we put ourselves in this situation, you know, like there, there is a split between artists 
and consume it. As an artist, you want to make the money that you rightfully deserve for your art. But as a consumer, you want to get things for cheap, do you know? Yeah, of course. So I think, um, I think regardless of what Spotify say, it doesn't matter because they have, they have, like they have the higher ground. You know what I mean? Because we we're all using Spotify. Until the day that we stop using it, mm. they will. They don't need to pay. You know what I mean? Yeah. They really don't. You know, people going, well, you should pay more. And they go, no. No. That's it, yeah. They and then they we have, go, they're not held to any account by anyone, really. <clears throat> yeah. And then we go, fuck that. But I still listen to Spotify. You still listen to Spotify. Yeah. We still put our music up because... <laughs> They have a level of like a monopoly hold on it. So I think the only way is if a new app can come out that can do what Spotify does, but better, it will be a while before that happens. Or, um, yeah, we, we stop using Spotify, which also to get a group of people, you know, to get musicians maybe. But to get consumers, you know, to go, all right, well, we're going to stop putting our music on Spotify. And if you want to listen to our music, you can you can buy it. It's going to be more expensive. And mm. they'll go, didn't really like your music that much anyway. You know, yeah. it's all, it, it's inconvenientness. Um, but the entitlement, I... Uh, I don't know. I think they, they're looking at it from the piracy angle. They like save, quote unquote, save the music industry. Yeah. So we should be thankful if we're, that we're getting anything. Mm, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I think it all, I think if you make money from something, you make money from what other people are doing, you should pay it. It's like you do a free gig and the bar won't pay it but they're making money through drinks because of your entertainment it's like I'm getting you like you you probably wouldn't be as busy if it wasn't for the musician mm. so you should pay them right Spotify are making money because of the convenience of having all these artists in one place they're making money through memberships so they should pay out artists but then you know it all boils back to you know 5 euro for a student a month 10 euro for an adult yeah. you know it's not a lot. No. It's so like half of what you would have paid for an album back in the day, like a CD album. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's the thing we are, and then, then we turn around and we go, well, if you buy my album, it, it means like, what was the thing I was saying? It was like, a 10 euro album, if you buy it, is like, it will take like five years for like the average musician to make that two streams yeah. do you know what I mean and it's a really endearing thing like when you put this up you might get a couple of boys but then it all boils back down to convenience do you know it all people go oh, I'm going to spot him throw him a tenner but you're not going to get that consistently you know no. unless you have a truly diehard fans you're not going to get that they're going to go oh, that was, that's a cool point I'm going to buy that and then when your song comes out they'll add it to their playlist mm. they'll play it and then that's it you know there won't be so I don't know about I think that, like, I, I think we should be paid more 
Um, I think the main, I, this might be a curveball, and we've talked about it before. I don't think we'll ever get the pay. No. I don't think we're, it's unrealistic to think that we're going to get one cent a stream, right? Even if it's still financially viable for Spotify, which probably will be. They're not going to do it because it is. What is that like? Like a two hundred, three hundred percent? I uh, oh, it's like a thousand percent. Yeah, increase like, on what they are currently paying. Yeah. So when you look at it like that, so does that mean if we're going to give you a thousand percent increase, but we're also going to charge people a thousand percent increase? Mm, that's it. That's what. That's it. They're not going to do that. So, yeah. uh, I think um, the only way you can satisfy artists. It's changing the way you distribute the money. Mm. You know, maybe based on listeners, maybe based on what you play. You yeah. know what I mean? If I have a Spotify account and I just play Copper Kelly, you should get my 10 euro. Mm. You should not get cheering if you never listen to them, Nick. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> but obviously then it boils down to, well, they have <clears throat> shareholders and they probably have a lot of the big tree, the big record label, and the big promotional uh, fucking uh, promotion firms and all. Mm. They're probably shareholders on Spotify. So they probably have something in the deal, something in the contract saying that, you know, our artists need to make a minimum of this a year, regardless of their streams. So then you have to, it, you have to it's, you know, there's lots of middlemen between the artists and Spotify yeah. that have to be pleased. You know, so I think um, I think we all know that. Like, look, I I I do have a weirdly nasty like negative view on it, but I think um, it's gonna like I would look. I think it's fair to offer one cent. Hmm. I don't think it's will never be done. It's not. You know? It's not a viable business solution for Spotify. But I put this to you now, um, Ashley Jana herself. She actually came up with potential solution. I like to I like the sound of, and I wouldn't mind if this was the case. What she says is, she she uh, people should be charged their normal subscription. So be it ten euro a month, let's say for your standard monthly subscription to uh, um, Spotify. But she says every time you play a song, say if I play a Keenan Flannery song then I get charged an extra one cent for every time I play that song. And that one cent will go directly to you. So Spotify can have their 10 euro. Then I play, I pay an extra one cent for every song I play over, in, you know, say if I play a hundred songs in a month, then I'll pay a euro extra. And that euro then I know is going to the particular artist that I listen to. And obviously it is adding a little bit of cost on top of the, 10 euro but I think it's not it's not the worst I think it's a nice potentially a nice solution <coughs> to that issue what, what do you what would you say about that now would you be, would you consider that fair to pay an extra one cent on top for every time you what listen is, to your favorite what is the average what's the average amount of songs listen to in a month it's, it's different like I, I'd be different than you I'd probably listen more podcasts than I would listen to music I'd probably listen to maybe 10 songs or you know 10 or 15 songs a day maybe an album a day maybe so, but that thing it's like it's 10 cents a day 10, so, 15 but, what, a day, but what is the average you know um, yeah. what would you think the average that a normal music listener would listen 
that's hard to say. It could be, well, if you stick on a, pl- a playlist and go do something, you could be listening to 20 or 30 songs a day, maybe. Depends on how why, yeah. how you how See, you I was saying, Yeah, I was honestly thinking more. I was thinking like 40 or 50 a day. You'd listen to 40 or 50, okay. Yeah. No, but that's yeah. that's kind of what oh, I'm okay. thinking. But yeah, but if yeah. you, uh, you, you know, multiply that, and I'm going to let you do that job, because I'm hopeless. <laughs> You're asking the wrong man. <laughs> so 50, 50, 50 for seven days is... 450. 450. I think. So, no, 350. 350. So that is oh, 350 times four. So, so 12, uh, 12, nine, fives. 10, 11. So uh, 1,100 a month. So you're talking an extra 11 euro. So you're paying... With your subscription of 10, you're paying an extra 11. So you're paying 21 euro a month. But you know that that music or that money is going to the artist that you listen to. They get a cent. Oh, yeah. If for that to work, you either need to get every single streaming service on board, which won't happen. Because what will happen is Spotify will go, well, we're the big players. We're going to do this. We're going to give everyone one cent. And then Apple Music or Deezer or Tidal will go, you know what? We're going to lower our prices. We're going to keep it at 10 euro. We're going to keep it at, you know, so you can listen to all the music you want and you don't have to pay extra. Listeners are going to flock to them. And then what happens then is unless all the big names stop putting music on them services or, you know, like if you're if you're still putting music on Apple Music and Spotify and Spotify do this great thing and Apple Music go, we're not doing it. There will be a shift because you know Spotify is the big thing now. Mm. But then like Spotify things... would have more of an advantage in the marketplace then as well. I think it's I think that'd be a win-win for Spotify because they could keep that all of the tenor of this the subscription money. They could keep all that and not have to pay fractions of cent. Whereas then the extra cent per play is what's going to the artist and not that initial 10 euro. And, and if it's the case that people, you know, musicians would take their music off other streaming pl- platforms and only go to Spotify because of this, then that would be a huge incentive for Spotify because then they'd get the lion's share of the market. Well, yeah, you could go about it at getting, like building up contracts with the big three record labels and saying, look, if you take your music off all these other streaming services and put them on Spotify alone, <clears throat> you know, we'll pay it X amount. Hmm. And then over time, we'll just adjust. We'll, like, I would stop putting them on Apple Music if, if I made more on Spotify, you know? And I think it has, but you have to get big names to do it. If you get the big yeah. artists to publicly um, condone this behavior, um, but then also you you might see um, you know, place the la- record labels mainly care about money, so you'll just you will see maybe Apple Music or Deezer throwing more money at the record labels. To go, yeah. Well, if you put music on our site, 
will pay double what Spotify is paying. And then over time, that could lead to <clears throat> higher, it could be more expensive for Spotify. And yeah. if it doesn't work, it could be like unfinancially viable. It sounds like a great idea, but there's a lot of like turning cogs. Oh, no, we all have a lot have of minutiae to, to it. Like, you know? yeah, absolutely. But it is, you know what? It's a really nice idea. And I think, I think it's, yeah, I think it's fair. And I think, mm. um, so I wouldn't mind that at all if I listened to, if I listened to your, one of your EPs or whatever. And I knew that for those five songs, I pay an extra five cent. And I know that you'd get that five cent. I'd be happy with that. I want to support like my, you know, people I listen to. So at the moment, if I stick on Keenan Flannery's EP, um, remind me of the name of it again there, Keenan, to tell the lovely people. Uh, I've been condemned. I've been condemned. How did I forget that? Still <laughs> Yippee! Um, so if I put I on forgot Keenan well. Flannery, <laughs> I've been condemned um, at the moment and I play it, you know, from start to finish, the five songs, you'd be lucky to get that fraction of a cent because at the moment it's kind of done by share per genre almost. So like you're in the folk genre and the way to do it is you're part of that folk genre pie. Um, but if there's bigger artists, say uh, uh, Kaylee, what's the one you mentioned earlier on that you were t- you were talking to the guy? Keela, Keela, that's good. Oh, Keela. So he'd be Keela. technically in the folk category as well, I guess. Um, but I'd imagine that he that, that that Kila would get a lot of streams, so they would get probably the bulk of that folk Irish folk pie, and the like of yourself or myself would get the, the scraps, the, the last few cents at the bottom. We're not paid technically per stream; it's kind of like a share of a big pie almost. That's the way they kind of do it at the moment. But so if I play your your EP from start to finish, there's no guarantee you will make even one, you know, one five thousandth of that cent, you know, I don't know if you're going to get that. You might, if if there are 50 people play it, then you might get a cent, that kind of thing. Yeah. So it's it's kind of, because <clears throat> at the moment it is kind of difficult when, you know, you want to try to support your, your favorite musicians, but you know that when you're playing on Spotify or any other Apple Music or anything, you're not really, you're only kind of, you're, you know, you're just, they might get a cent if you're lucky. If you, if you, if you played a whole discography from start to finish kind of thing and yeah. you're not really supporting them. So you, if I really want to support the arts, I would go onto like Bandcamp or Bandcamp. iTunes and Big buy much. the, you know, buy the actual MP3 or buy the CD um, if I can as well. So, you know, but if it was the case that I knew that I was paying an extra cent per song and I knew that you were getting it, then I'd be all the more happy to do it. I, myself personally anyway. But then again, there is the whole, you know, throughout the noughties, people were downloading songs. It was music was way too easily um, available. And to look, we're all guilty of it. Like, uh, but we didn't foresee that it would decrease the value of music to like literally fucking nothing um, down the line. Because back then, <clears throat> we didn't know about independent artists. No, it was, it was all record rec- labels, and we're sticking us to record labels. <clears throat> yeah, it was like fuck them. Mm. They already make loads of money. Why should I pay? It's all loaded. And at the time now, there was a lot of independent artists. But we didn't know about them. Yeah. There was no social media. There was none of this crap. And then when social media came on, you know, we started to go, oh, there's lots of other, there's lots of people doing music. 
but we already fucked it. You know what I mean? We already bollocks the system. Yeah. Just because we're trying to fucking fucking tell Bon Jovi to fuck off. You know, we've you know, we've already bollocked it. So I don't know. I And it's I, especially kind of important in these times because we can't get out and gig. Because gigging is the main I suppose uh, income for musician is to go out and gig. But th- that's gone at the moment. So we have to rely on streaming or whatever. Um, and if there's no money to be paid, you know, no money to be got from that, then you're kind of, you're screwed. You know what I mean? Yeah, butchered, yeah. Yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, we kind of we kind of screwed it up, but now we're paying for it, I suppose. <laughs> um, but especially because, you know, music is not cheap to produce, it, you know. It's really not like the way we do it. We kind of do it a lot of it ourselves, so we're cutting out the cost. Um, but if you weren't doing it yourself, you could easily pay someone, a producer, a thousand euro to produce one song, and you're likely never get that thousand euro back. But um, you know, even as it stands, I pay you know maybe a few hundred euro per song to kind of get produced yeah. to the level that I want to. <clears throat> but I'm never going to get that few hundred back either. Like, but at the same time, I love doing what I'm doing. So I'm going to continue to do it, even though we're here complaining about it. That's not the point. But I'm kind of looking out for musicians as a whole, not just myself. Um, but, you know, it's gone the way that people would know, people wouldn't mind paying, what, 253 euro for a, a cup of coffee that you drink and you'd be gone, in, you know, be gone in a few minutes and you forget about it. And they wouldn't pay a euro for a song that would make them feel a certain feeling or, you know, call back memories or you know enjoy in the moment you you wouldn't even pay a euro for that what you'd pay three euro for a cup of coffee and it's kind of that was that was really, that was that sounded just mad gay man <laughs> <laughs> makes you feel man My just feelings feel. man yeah makes yeah. you remember remember oh namaste i feel <laughs> sorry now i I fucking I agree with you. I think and as you said, we're all guilty of it, you know. Yeah. And as you get older, you start to kind of process it. And they always say, you know, there's a bracket of ages. And that like mid to late twenties to around forty is <clears throat> the if you can get a fan base in there, you're gonna that's the that's how you're gonna be the most lucrative as an artist. Because <laughs> these are people that have when you're young, you don't even think about. It. When you're older, you just fucking, you know, you listen to your tape machine or whatever, you know. But them that age group there, the ones that have passive income, well not passive, fuck, um, disposable income. That they, you know, they're willing, they're more passionate about stuff. Yeah. But I, I, I think it's. Yeah, I don't think there's anything um, at the moment that can be done unless there's a big jump from the labels and a big shift. But it's already at the being cut off, severed right at the source because Spotify don't give a bollocks. No, no. Spotify are doing very well at the moment. They're the biggest player in streaming. Yeah. They, they're making money and they're getting no complaints about fees. You know, none of that. Perfectly priced. We're, we're all still listening. Yeah. So I think 
there has to be number one has to be a big shift in consumerism and artist motive we have to do something we have to stop putting up on Spotify well not us but the big names have to do that but then that triples down to they probably don't get to do what they want because they're signed to a label oh yeah the label could control and all the that label, stuff yeah. the label is getting money from Spotify mm. and they probably have links in shareholding to Spotify they probably have a deal where Spotify they'll take less money from Spotify they'll take less per stream but Spotify will run ads and really push you know Ed Sheeran new song yeah or whatever Drake he'd be one of the bigger ones that'd be pushed yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah so it all trickles back down to that so I don't yeah I I the only time I see it is if yeah the only time I see it is if um like you're a bit of getting teary there. <laughs> you're half yawning. I was yawning. I fucking. I'm fucking. I'm boring you that much, am I? Fuck's sake. Yeah, you really are, man. <laughs> nah, yeah. You're a good lad. You're a good uh, lad for, for a culty boy. Ah, sure, she is. You're jacking up there. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Now um, we're getting spicy. <laughs> now we're getting spicy. I, I even have me, I have me chest hair out. Oh, Jesus. Me, yeah. me, me, me 10. Give me a chest. show here now. Yeah. There you go. So um, I'll just what? I'll I'll leave a nipple what? hanging out Jesus. as well. Just so we're we gonna censors. get de- yeah, we're gonna get demonetized. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I don't I think it's a lovely thing to talk about. Yeah, but I think um, there has to be something world changing. Hmm. Do you know what might be actually good? Um. If there was like some sort of security breach in Spotify, if okay, something happened, something happened where like anonymous or something stole a load of credit card information from listeners, done something, fucking a virus was put on Spotify, something that made everyone just distrust it, okay. then a shift can change. I don't want that to happen. Yeah, yeah, <clears> yeah. Uh, wink, but, wink. <laughs> but I think, you know, Spotify are not going to change anything. They're making money. We're not going to do anything because we love the convenience of it. Yeah. As consumers, um, big the labels aren't going to do anything. So if something happens where people go, I'm not safe listening to this music. You know, maybe a big scandal comes out um about how your data is being used in terms of your listening habits, something like that, a scare for the public. That might make people pull out. Mm. You know, maybe artists might pull out, panic, yeah. labels I might. Really, hmm. I, don't, I don't really see that happening, but I see what well, you're saying. Yeah. yeah, I fucking didn't ask, like, you know? Oh, God. <laughs> but um, I actually, I think the, what's going to happen, though, is generally the whole podcasting with Spotify where... Joe Rogan uh, yeah. got that exclusive deal to only put podcasts on Spotify. Reportedly, <laughs> he got 100 million for it. And you have other podcasts like the last podcast on the left and, and uh, well, there's a few others as well that would be exclusively Spotify. So you can't go onto Podcast Addict or Apple, or Apple Podcasts. You can't hear him on that. So you have to go to the Spotify, even if you only use the free version, which apparently 50% of Spotify users 
only use the free version anyway. And so that's, uh, it's not, you know, it's not great for Spotify in that sense. But um, I think what's going to happen is there's going to be exclusivity in regards to different musicians. So you're going to have maybe Drake exclusively on Spotify. And then that'll turn into a battle where Apple will, will get, I don't know, Ed Sheeran, let's say. And they'll pay him a huge amount of money to be exclusive on Apple. And then you're going to have this thing where, do you know what, this streaming service, Netflix and all, um, used to be that you had Netflix and you're happy enough. But now you want Amazon Prime because there's a certain film or TV show that's on Amazon Prime. Then you have Disney Plus. You go over and watch the, the new Loki or you go over to whatever other streaming service there is. And you, you end up like, I've, I've feckin' three of them, like, you know, and you ended up having way more because, you know, you used to you have to get Sky and you used to pay whatever it is per month. But now you went away from Sky and you had the streaming service like, oh, I'm only paying a tenner now. But then you're going to have to get that other service, that other service. So you're going to have to pay a tenner here, tenner there. And, it's, it's, you know, the bills are going to pay up, you know, uh, uh, build on top of each other. And you end up with loads of different services. So I think what's going to happen is there's going to be certain artists are going to be on Spotify, certain artists on Google, uh, Google Play Music, on Amazon, wherever. So you end up having to subscribe to three or four different music platforms. Whereas now, Everyone is pretty much on everything, apart from a few like Garth Brooks. He's not on any of them. He, yeah. Do, do you know that? Yeah, because like, I have a CD here, actually. That's the one. They're the greatest hits. Have it here on my desk. Ah, so that's why I said good it. stuff, good but stuff. You can't go online and listen to Garth Brooks. Even if you go onto YouTube and you listen to the Thunder Rolls, it's more than likely is a sound like as a cover. And it won't be necessarily obvious in the, the name or anything because the actual Garth Brooks recording will be taken down. And he's not on Spotify, he's not on Apple or whatever. But I think he's, in one sense, he's holding strong, you know, in that sense. And people, like I had to go buy that CD to listen to it properly. Un unless I went and pirated it. But I didn't want to do that. I wanted to, I don't do that really anymore at all. Um, even with software films and stuff, I literally, I, I want to legitimately get my media so that I'm, you know, helping contribute yeah. to whatever industry that I want to, you know, enjoy the content of. But um, I also think he's probably missing a beat, whereas he could, he could be, he could potentially be making a lot of money from streaming, but he's missing out because he, he refuses to put his music on it. So it's going to be a case where we're going to probably have, you probably have to be subscribed to two or three different services at the one, like we are now with you know, with the Netflix and the stream and the films and TV. So it'll be basically, it's going to be, you have to keep your eye on it, I suppose. What do you think I have a question that? for you. Go for it. Yeah. Do you just have Garrett Brooks staring at you all the time? I do. He's just there looking at me, you know, keep me, keep me sane. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the I damn, don't, I just, the I damn puppy blue him. eyes. Yeah. Let's see. Can you get up on the camera again there? There he is. Looking Thank all that. handsome. Fucking all handsome. <laughs> Look at his his face is fucking spray blushed, brushed, fucking not a fucking dimple in sight. Mm, oh, fucking... that, yeah, it's heavily. Yeah, you can see like the there's no pores on his skin. It's all completely I'll take it out of the case so you can if you're watching on YouTube you can see it a bit better now. You see now. You see that. Now give him give him an L kiss, would you? <laughs> Look at them lushes. Look at them craggy lips. Go on, Gary. Blue eyes. Blame it all on my boots. Showed up in boots. Claim it all in my boots. <laughs> but um, yeah, he's you can't get months streaming. 
Well, I think it was Taylor Swift that held out for a long time, but she kind of went down onto streaming there recently, like a year ago or something, or two years ago. That's she it. Like, put her music on it for the first time. Unless you can get a collective hey, yeah, hey. of people also that, a collective. Oh, yeah. We're not on Spotify. We, we're going to take all our stuff off. <laughs> <laughs> but as long as you can get people, big names, the buckets get up. Yeah. So, like myself, yourself are not going to make a, an impact, but it's the like of. Taylor Swift or Drake or Ed Sheeran. But the thing is, like, Garrett Brooks fan base would typically be older people that probably like buying, buying vinyls and CDs, tape and whatever. So, I think if, if I had to band together about three, four years ago, maybe things would be able to change. But it's just getting more and more tech, like it's more and more infused in us. Like the streaming is becoming so convenient. Yeah. And I reckon another couple of years time, remember we were talking about how like they're adding podcasts, they might be, you know, they could have video turned into a social media platform. Yeah. It's it's going to fucking, that's the thing. It's going to get more and more and more like that. And um, there's nothing really you can do at this point. I think we went, I think we went past the point of like no return. Yeah, human intervention. Like if they all did it, like four or five years ago, if they all went, we want to be paid. But at the time, then you know, you know, their older fans weren't using Spotify. They were fucking buying all the stuff. They were playing gigs. You know, they were making a lot of money from playing gigs. Yeah. Now, gig, you, you, have you noticed that? Have you noticed that they're all, they're all, all the musicians are. Um, all the big names are boohooing at the moment because uh, it's because of COVID because they're realising that oh shit they're not yeah before that they didn't give a bollocks they're, well think about all the other fuck off you don't give a bollocks like you're just worried because you can't make money from touring you never cared about uh, the independent ads I'll be talking shortly do you know what I mean hmm. and it's a good but it's we're past the point now we, we can't there's no going back there's no Shift it and going well. Um, yeah, right. No, I'm not finished. I'm in the middle of it. <laughs> Just looking at me like, hey, what's going Johnny, on? <laughs> the old man staring at me. Do you want to come in and talk? Like, does he want to come on and talk? Say hello. Say hello, dear. No, all right. Well, get back to work then. <laughs> He's just is, <laughs> ask it. He's is, like, is your father like? Is he like? Um, when are you when are you going to make money from this or anything like this? Is that is that or is he is he kind of supportive of you? He can be like that. Usually, it's like I'm like, oh, I got this great gig, or got this. It's like I get paid. Do you know what I mean? I think my mom more like my mom surprised when I get paid. Yeah, I think she's on the upside. And she's like, you're paid. No way, that's great. Wow. <laughs> But uh, I think, uh, yeah, I try to block it out, you know, because it's not about the achievement for you. You know, you can get a gig and be overwhelmed and be like, okay, this is a great opportunity. I can meet someone through this and you're happy. And then someone just goes, are you getting paid? And you're like, in your head, you've already established in your head that it's worthwhile and you're happy. But the minute someone says it, you kind of go, oh, I'm not. And like, Maybe, you know, and, and just, uh, that's kind of worrying. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, that's the thing that from the older generations where 
<clears throat> things up off. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm doing it all on my own. And a lot of the older generation would be like, oh, they made it. They got signed. They've made it. And like, I was even saying to me that, I was like, I don't want to get signed. Yeah. And he's like, that, that what? what? That's, that's the goal, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, well, I want to hang on to everything. I want to, <clears throat> you know, Own really work music. hard. <clears throat> that's it. Yeah. And super work hard. Keep pushing. And, but it's kind of like, you get, when you get signed, you make money, right? That's the kind of thing now. So, um, you getting food, are you? What are you getting? Ah, oh, bleeding love. Is the batch bread in there, is there? Ah, oh, lovely, lovely, lovely. Are you going to get some goujons as well? You get, no. Can we get me a snack box? Copper wants a snack box. <laughs> Copper, why are you all coming up? Like, can you not see I'm in the middle of something? What do you, what do you want? Your sister's sticking her lips and Go away, foul beast. Leave my present. Leave, be gone. Leave, be gone. Be, be gone. <laughs> yes, I am talking to someone. Yeah. Who? None of your beeswax. Go on. Get off. Mind Go your P's and Q's. <laughs> no, mind your P's and Q's. Tyra, be gone. Leave my lair, foul beast. Get out of my sight. <laughs> I don't know. I, I say to them, don't come in. I'm recording. And they're like, are you recording? Fucking yes. Oh, the wild, the wild, the fucking wild, yeah. I have to put a sign on the outside of my door here saying, recording, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you actually? I do, I do. I should get like a light up sign or something saying, you know, uh, like on air, or you know, like, you know, on like a yes. TV shows, you have the big red light saying on air or recording, oh, yeah, you just yeah. flick it, press a button and it'll go red. So I don't have to think about getting up and turning down the sign. Because then I, I leave, end up leaving up the sign. And then it's like, but you're not recording. <laughs> you know, so oh, you can't keep that. You can't keep, keep I used straight. to put a sign up. But I just forget, like. Yeah, you would. Yeah, and then fucking. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, it's all mad. Fucking tell you one thing now. What were you telling me now? No, I tell you something. The last day of the film set. I said, you know what? I have a pair of shorts. Lovely big pockets, you know, hold all the fucking shit I need. So I went down. There's the camo shorts in the picture. They fucking are. Yeah. That's the ones. <clears throat> you couldn't see me legs. You know what I mean? It was camouflaged. Ah. Fucking, so, you're invisible in the picture. We're kind of keep behind. They're not, they're not really setting up shots because the minute you tell all these lads were horses from the Liberties. <clears throat> action. They stop acting the way they do. They start kind of panicking, you know, because they're not trained actors. So you just follow the cameraman around. He just starts recording. You get that boom in there. You get the sound. And they don't even realize talking shit. They're acting the way they'd act. And it looks great. But like you're following. At one point, um, uh, like, there's a bonfire with a lot of people around it. And... Um, I was doing, I was getting Atmos on a, on a Zoom, little Zoom, hammer recorder on my boss, Peter. Dolby Atmos, was, is it? What? The Dolby Atmos. Atmos. No, Atmos, yeah. Yeah, yeah fucking yeah, yeah. like, yeah. yeah. It's that new surround sound technology that Dolby came out with there. Oh, 
oh, I didn't hear that. No, this is just a Zoom, yo. You know, Zoom recorder. Yeah, it's a Zoom recorder, yeah. Not not the Zoom uh, we're talking on now. Not on the Zoom we're talking about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I was getting that, and Peter, the boss, was fucking booming. And Paddy, Paddy, the cameraman, shifted back. And Peter quickly, ah, steps backwards into a... And it's just standing in a big fucking high bit of um, nettles. And he could see my shadow in the shot. So I like ducked down on me. I just kneeled down. And on your honkers. On me honker. And he held the shot for five minutes. He's looking at me fucking much. Five minutes he held that shot, right? And I was kneeling in nettles. <laughs> and I could feel them. I could feel my legs burning up. Tingling and, yeah, and burning. I'm covered in nettle stings and my legs are super fucking itchy at the moment. Yeah, look, that's the sacrifice we make for our art. Isn't it? Yes, yeah. yes. So, boy, our music on Bandcamp. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, don't be, don't be. That's it. Yeah, don't I, be an arse. I think uh, we'll, we'll wrap up our conversation now, but I'll leave you a fact, Keenan. You were saying a horse is on a film set. Do you know that... In uh, said Lord of the Rings, which you mentioned earlier on as well, uh, all those horses on set, right? None of them were males; all female horses. Can you think why? Can you guess why they're all females, not males? Well, yeah, if you have a stallion in there, he's just going to be fucking riding them all, isn't he? Well, there's that too, yeah. But the thing is, with males, their big dinguses will be hanging out all the time, <laughs> and it'd be fairly distracting. <laughs> So you have um, all female horses, all mares on, on, on sets. Do you, did you have it? Do you know what, what about the horses on, on the Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Were they all well, mares? Or did we didn't hire horses. It's just the horses that you know, were there. It was, so yeah. it was a lot of keeping stallions away from mares. And, you know, there was a lot of dinguses hanging out. There was. <laughs> there was a fair few dinguses now. <laughs> Flopping in the wind, but um, makes you feel inadequate. Yeah. <laughs> it does makes you question everything. Um, but sure enough, the fucking um, a lot of horses in the shot and the ones that we use, a lot of them we used in like Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, and stuff around like you know. So yeah, yeah, there was a lot of dinguses. Um, yeah, kind of. Yeah, I was kind of gone. Maybe I, maybe I should order them pills I seen on Pornhub. So <laughs> grow your penis in thirty days. If fucking. <laughs> Actually, yeah. If you let me know how you get on there, I suppose. And I will. I will. I will. I will. Um, yeah. I'll let you know. But that's it. I think you that... might be able to see a difference. You know, there'd be just a big lump, a big bulge, big bulge, big fat yolk. You know, <laughs> talky. It's like a battered sausage. Just Battered sausage. Battered right. sausage. That's it there. There you go. Yeah, but that's how you it. <laughs> it'll be peeking into frame. I'll just be sitting there and the tip of my He's just coming up to say hello. See what's happening. He grows arms and shit from the yeah, steroids. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, Mutates. Has little eyes on him. Put googly eyes. <laughs> what are we talking about? What the fuck are we know, talking about? We're descending into madness. I think we should wrap her up, I think. But, um... I think, uh, I suppose, is there anything else you want to add before we say a goodbye to our lovely listeners that have been listening to us 
for like nearly an hour and a half so far. Ooh, that's exciting. Um, no, I think stream, no front door. Get that, pre-save it. Um, do all the lovely stuff. You have a phenomenal music video. Ah, yes. along with it. That'll be coming so out very shortly. It's very exciting as well. Yes. So check it all out. Support the hell out of this talented clean cut cowboy over here. Uh-huh. I always call it clean cut because I'm like the polar opposite. I'm just an absolute mess. Rough and ready. So, rough and ready. <laughs> hey, woo, woo. <laughs> um, yeah, there you go. Um, never being a hit. Never being a hit with the women. <laughs> <laughs> did you mention your single is coming out in August? You said Manchester Streets. No. Yes, I d- I didn't mention it. You see. <laughs> I wanted to leave it all up for you this week. I wanted ah, this is your limelight. Yeah. I suppose, yeah, yeah. No, no, shut up then. Uh, this is my week. <laughs> you, you can have it next <laughs> week. Forget I said anything, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, you can go pre-save Keenan Flannery's Manchester Streets. It's on yeah. the pre-save links if you go over to his Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Did you see the video I put bio? up there before? No, um, you put one up today, was it? Yeah, check it out. It's like, took a load of clips out of the music video ah, and I like made a teaser. little like, it's fucking oh man it's unreal look and I was watching it going yeah that's me <laughs> you know <laughs> so um, and you've seen the video I have I have it's, it's, it's a class video it's a class video it's pretty, pretty decent you know yeah. pretty decent we've done, a, we've done a decent enough job on it now so um, it's just about the hard bit now isn't it just promoting 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 email promoting. that's the thing I'm actually fucking walking with I'll send them over to you. And I mentioned you and all the lads and ladies in the collective to him. His um, name's Ushin, and he's starting. At, he wants to become an agent. Oh, okay. So he reached out. He was like, look, I'm only starting. Um, I want to take on a musician or two, or maybe a, a, a com- comedian, and like build up a little resume um, walking with them. And he's dead sound. He's really nice and kind of we. Fucking, you know, you know, people when people say agents, you think of money and you panic. But he's like, look, if I get you a gig, you know, I'll take like five percent or whatever. But he goes, it's mainly he he wants to work with artists. And I told him at the collective, and I was like, oh, I have a couple of lads and lassies that yeah. do the L music. So if you're looking for more artists to work with, I'm sure they'd be more than happy. You know, we all love a helping hand. So um, no, but it's he fucking he's. I'll let you know how it goes fucking with um, you know fucking that's the thing it's always good to see how and I, I just love the fact that he said he was on, like he's only starting which make I love people that just chase what they want to do yeah exactly you know? so fair play to him fair play right. to him um, but yeah free save my shit free save copper shit um, I think by the, you said, by the time this comes out it, yeah yeah, it'll come out Tuesday, but there are singles out Wednesday. So if you're listening to this like next week, then the single is already out. And it's on Spotify and all. So it's already on the radio. So if you happen to be listening to Irish Country Radio, send a little text request in for me there to uh, was any of the main channels that have country, cha- country shows. I've sent it out. God knows I've sent it to fucking everyone. So hopefully they've opened the envelopes or they've opened the email and they've actually hit the download link to put, add it to their system. So that's that's the kind of thing as well. Like I've sent out 300 emails or something like that. And you just hope that they didn't go into their junk folders. So you kind of... <laughs> that's is, the joy of it. It's very, very disheartening. 
Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, I think we, we were talking before we started recording about someone that I know. Um, she was walking with this new umfle. He released his first ever single. He was very, very disheartened by the little kind of love and response he got for it. Yeah. And I was yeah. kind of like, looked like, you know, you feel for him and I understand how it feels. But it is that thing of going, you just need to keep pushing. You need to do it for a reason. Mm. If you're doing, you're doing music because you want to get famous or you're doing music because you want to, you know, be somebody. Like, you're, do, you're doing, you're not never going to fucking stick at it. You know, you need to do it because you enjoy it and everything else is a bonus. You just, it, the industry is just, it's just compiled of like a load of hard work with sadness and failure and then the odd little glimpse of happiness and then just a big slope of sadness and failure and then a little you know it's bleak as you could say it's bleak it's fucking <laughs> horrific I but don't know why we torture ourselves like this but we do as we and love I think, music I swear to god when I was making a teaser for Manchester Sheets I was like I hit play and I watched it and I was like that's why I like doing this yeah like I was like this is cool looking like that's me Mm. That's fucking me in a video. That's like really fucking cool. Yeah. So yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think I kind of, yeah, that's. I've talked shit now. I'm, I'm looking for, uh, I'm looking forward to a, a chip sambo on batch bread. Ah, see. Did you get me snack box? I'd be very. Not even get me goujons. I want to get, yeah, fucking, fuck's sake, like you know. Fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. That's it. I think we'll wrap her up at that because I, you know, you get tired and you start losing your heads. And uh, yeah. but if you are listening this far, thank you so so much. It's um, thank you really means a lot to us. And if you can, thank you, Heather, our uh, 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 one main fan. Yeah, Heather is our, our main, <laughs> our main uh, listener, I suppose, and she has her own podcast, the Real Talk. Drama you don't need to. You podcast. don't need to promote that. No, we it's don't fine, need to promote that. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're in a little bit of a podcast war with. <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> I give her a bit of love. This <laughs> I feel bad now. Uh, I'll say it again because you talked over me. That's the Real Talk Drama. Well, what what were you saying? What, what, what? <laughs> God, you're an awful yoke you are. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and if you want to follow, follow us on our socials, Yard Saddle Podcast, socials and Twitters and send us an email. If you have Twitters. Any, anything. Twitters. It's, uh, oh, oh we no, have, we're, we on, we're not on the Twitter actually yet. No, no. We no, no, no. We boycott Twitter. Yeah. We boycott, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to get in touch with us, you can slide into our DMs. We, we're, we won't bite. And also we have our email address. Unless you want us to. Unless you want us to. Uh-huh. The artsaddle at gmail.com is our email address. If you want to write in any stories or experiences or thoughts or fears or I don't know, anything you want to add to the situation or our conversation or you want to talk to us at all, just send us an email and stuff. And uh, oh, one thing we do as well, we have this podcast on a few different platforms. So it's on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Audible Podcasts. It's on a few different ones. And we have our video on YouTube, our YouTube channel. Um, so if you, if you happen to be listening to us on Spotify, take a little wander over to our YouTube channel. You see the full video uh, of the podcast over there as well. And hit that subscribe button. Because that's, uh, that's a hard thing to get people to do nowadays is just hit that yeah. subscribe button. And, and especially on our own channels as well. You have your own YouTube channel, Keenan, and I have my own as well. And I'll be releasing a music video on it very, very shortly. So if you go over and hit the subscribe button and even hit that notification bell, you'll get a little notification to say when the video is live and you can see it there and then. 
And hopefully you can hit that like button, leave a comment, engagement, engagement, engagement. That's the that's the that's the key to getting out there nowadays. All that engagement and likes and interaction and stuff like that. So uh, apparently, I think I've heard a statistic that I think only like three percent of people that listen to say a podcast or whatever actually take the active role of engagement you know to actually share actually like to actually subscribe so if you're that three one of those you know three percent um please yeah go ahead and hit that subscribe and like and follow and all those anything you can do or even if you go onto the spot uh, apple podcast and leave us a, a review i think you go onto the itunes app you can leave us a review you can five stars write a little note and all that kind of stuff that really helps out as well um but yeah i think that's enough self-promotion this week and I think we'll say goodbye well, I, I, I'm going to end on I'm going to give you a joke before we go oh alright yes. go ahead uh, what is an orphan's favourite toy I'm, I'm afraid no <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy's cancelled now <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Okay, I what's, I... an, what's an orphan's favourite toy yeah a boomerang because it always comes back. Here you go. Ah, you're, they have, you're, no, they you're have no parents. <laughs> um, I don't know if you knew that. That's what an orphan oh, God. is. Hopefully there's no orphans listening. I know. I say to you, this is the problem. Because with music, I just I talk about music. But when you have me on a podcast, where I'm sure you talk, I just say crap. Do you know what I mean? And I don't know if it's a is it is that does that upset someone? I don't know. Like I fucking I, I'll tell you a joke now, it won't be so terrible. Um <laughs> why can't a Tyrannosaurus Rex not clap? I don't know. Because they're extinct. So we'll leave uh, <laughs> we'll say goodbye and we'll see you again next week. Um so adios amigos. Adios. country lane in this house lives a family of five and they struggle each day to keep the fire lit there's a breeze that kills it each time they try and daddy he sleeps on children and wives her
this house Once it was pretty It was loved, it was cared for, felt like a home But ever since daddy began to hit the Kicked off its hinges weeks ago.